Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, another exciting episode for you today. In this episode, I'm actually going to be talking about how to handle trolls, personal attacks, and negative comments on your blog. Have you been blogging for a while? Have you started getting those negative comments? Have you been hurt, even offended by any of that stuff? How do you deal with it? I've experienced these things more than I'd like, and I've come to deal with it in a way that allows me not to be bogged down by those hurtful, off-the-wall comments. And as you grow your blog, if you do it the right way, you are going to get some of those. So I want to equip you to deal with it in a way that you can come out stronger on the other end. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Ah, so much to cover, so much to cover. This is a topic that I've actually been looking forward to covering for a little while. And um, then uh, Farnoosh Brock responded to a question that I posted on Facebook, and it brought it back to my mind. And I said, you know what, I need to, ha I need to cover this topic because this is something that we're going to face. Um, you're going to face if you're building a blog, if you're doing it the right way, you're going to start to get some of these negative comments, these personal attacks, um, trolls just doing all kinds of you know crazy stuff. So I want to talk about how I've experienced it and how I've come to deal with it. Uh, but before I do that, I'm also going to be taking a, a call from LB, um, who wants to know a little bit about how do you continue the flow of traffic when things are getting so confusing? You have MySpace, he says. You have Facebook, Google+, and all these other, you know, all these social networks, all these different traffic generation strategies. How do you deal with that? And I will take his um, question and then... I'm going to get into the content uh, for today. But before I get into all of that, I want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by my 10 free videos on how to get your blog up and running fast at freebloggingvideos.com. Here's the thing. You know, I've been getting more and more people coming up to me on a regular basis and asking me this question. Leslie, how do I start a blog? Now, before this... I used to get this online. You know, people would send me emails, people would comment on my blog and ask me those kinds of questions. But now, you know, it's my friends, people in the community, strangers that I meet on the road that they've seen what I'm doing online and they come up to me and they say, hey, I want to I wanna know more about this blogging thing. I don't even know how to get my blog up and running. What do I tell them? I tell them to go to get these 10 free videos. Why? Because they're simple, they're easy to follow, and I basically let you watch over my shoulder as I set a blog 
completely up from scratch. Not skipping any of the juicy details. 100% free. 100% awesome. And I'm not just saying that because it's true. Wait, wait, no, I guess I am seeing it because it's true, right? <laughs> so freebloggingvideos.com. Um, head on over there and check out the 10 free videos. So I have a question um, from LB Higginbottom, and I'm going to play that question right now. So take it away, LB. Hi, Mr. Samuel. This is LB Higginbottom, also known as Commander LB at rocketmail.com. Um, my question to you is um, how do you continue um, – um, the flow of traffic when uh, things are getting so confusing with MySpace and Google and, and Facebook. Basically, it looks like they're integrating one with another. Uh, anyway, uh, I'd uh, love to hear your answer on one of your podcasts. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in that question. That's actually a great question. It's a question that, you know, I get asked a lot. How do you how do you, you know, manage everything that's going on? You have Twitter, you have MySpace, you have Google Plus, you have well, I said MySpace, but MySpace isn't as big as it used to be. Um it's changed significantly and they did a relaunch and all that kind of stuff. But that that doesn't matter right now. Um there's so many different ways. There's Pinterest, there's all these different ways for getting um traffic to your blog. How do you you keep up with it all. I have three things that I want to uh, uh, mention when it comes to that. Number one, first off, I want to point you to episode 99. This is a podcast episode that I recorded uh, a, a few weeks ago, and the topic for that episode was how I get over 50,000 monthly visitors to my blog using free traffic sources. And I literally go through every single thing that I've done uh, to, to drive traffic to my biology blog. And in doing that, you can listen to this and you can get some tips, some strategies that I've implemented, and then you can figure out what would work for you. And then you can start implementing those same strategies as you try to build your blog, as you try to grow your audience and have a, an impact online. So that's the first thing I want to point out. Secondly, you know, this is something that, that's really important. This is a concept that I think is really important because there's so much information out there. You don't want to try to, to learn to do everything at the same time. Seriously, it's too overwhelming. There's so much stuff out there and everyone is teaching you some different strategies. So my recommendation is to focus on maybe three or even two or even one source, one traffic source at a time. Don't try to be an expert at Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Pinterest, and, and do it perfectly right from the beginning. Because you know what? If you, if you start to spread your attention, you, you focus on all of these different social networks, all of these different traffic generation strategies, you're not going to do any of them very well. So, Work on one. Learn as much as you can about that one traffic strategy, whether it's social media or something else, and, and, and focus on becoming good at that. Then, when you get the handle of that one, you can move on to the next and add something else to your portfolio. Add, uh, maybe you are focusing first on Facebook. Then you can start adding Google+, or you can start adding Twitter and learning how to do those types of things. Okay, so th the second point is don't try to do everything at once. It's too overwhelming. At least for me, I find it's too overwhelming. I have a full-time job. I have a family. I can't focus on all these things at the same time. So 
I focus on one, learn that, try to do as well as I can, and then as I get a handle, I start adding other things to the mix. Point number three. If you're going to be trying to learn, let's say you're, you're going to let's say you're picking Facebook as the one that you want to focus on. My recommendation would be to take a course that deals with using Facebook or follow someone who does it very well and try to adapt what they're doing to your own style. In other words, I'm I'm not talking about going to Google and just doing a bunch of searches and trying to formulate all these different concepts and put it all together and then become an expert that way. That takes too much time. And time is money. I don't have that much time. So what I do is I invest when I need to learn about something specific. I go to someone who is really good at that and I learn as much as I can about it. I implement it in my business and I I try to get a good handle of that before moving on to anything else. So don't be all over the place trying to buy every course uh, because everyone is promising you the world and telling you what they can do for you if you pay them $197 a month or whatever the case might be. So first, check out that episode, episode 99. Just go to becomeablogger.com slash episode 99. Secondly, don't try to take on everything at one time. Choose one, two, maybe three, but really when it comes to focusing, focus on one, get good at it, and then move on to the next. And number three, if you're going to try to learn one particular strategy, go to someone that has that information and has condensed it into maybe a course or some kind of a training and then implement what you are learning. So I hope that answers your question, LB. I hope you got a lot of value from that. Just a reminder for anyone, if you have any question about blogging or just trying to navigate through this whole blogging space, um, you know what to do. You can call the hotline. The number to the hotline is... 888-835-2414. 24-7, 888-835-2414. call, leave a message with your question, and I will play it on here, and I will answer your question. All right, let's get into the content for this episode, dealing with how to handle trolls, personal attacks, and negative comments on your blog. I was getting ready to record something, but I didn't really know what I wanted to podcast about. So I went on Facebook, I went on Google+, I went on Twitter, and I asked for suggestions for a podcast episode, and I got a number of comments within a few minutes. Um, And there was one that stood out, and it was a comment from Farnoosh Brock, and this is what she said. She says, this has come up a lot, handling trolls, personal attacks, negative comments on blogs. Are you up for this one, buddy? Farnoosh, yeah, I'm up for it. Let's do this. I want to talk about this because this is something I've really wanted to cover um, because of an email that I got recently. And I want to read that email for you. Just to give you a little background, I am working with a good friend, Cassandra Bakai from CassandraBakai.com. And uh, I saw what she was doing. She, ha- she, she was passionate about natural hair, but not just about natural hair, but about helping women to accept their inner beauty and also teaching them how to present themselves well by accepting what God has given them. Their hair is something that she focuses on a lot, but she, she was very passionate about it. And I thought that there was something there. So I wanted to work with her personally and help her get her blog up and running and to build it into a significant online business. And since then, it has grown tremendously. I mean, my goal was um, to g- grow to a thousand um, a thousand daily views 
was it a thousand daily views? A thousand views. No, a thousand video views in three months or something of that sort. And we exceeded that. We were able to get fe- she was able to get featured on some popular blogs and drive a significant amount of traffic. She has a, a an email list of almost 1400 people now and we just started it in July and it's growing very well. We're getting ready to start creating a product so that she can launch that and do some uh, some great things. She's getting sales of the products that she's making um and it's just great to see. But a few weeks ago she sent me an email and I'm going to read that email for you um because it kind of encapsulates exactly what I want to talk about in this episode. So this is what she says. She says, I just recorded and put up some of my best videos ever, and I'm getting more dislikes, thumbs down, than ever. Please tell me, number one, how should I take that? Number two, what does a dislike really mean? Number three, did you ever experience that? You put in a lot of work on a project that you know is among your best, but some people hate on it. And number four, as a pro now, is there a difference between how you handled it as an amateur like myself to how you handle it now? And then she says, school me, please, oh wise blogger. I don't know who she was talking to in that part, but <laughs> um, that's the email that she sent me. And then soon after, she sent me another one, and I went like this. I have this feeling, and I don't want to seem all weird and paranoid, but I think I have video trolls who have put a number of dislikes on my last two videos, one of which I took down and will not make public until um, Nikki puts it up. This is another blogger in her niche. In less than 24 hours of putting up my latest video, the one I, yeah, then putting up my latest video, I got 100 views, 26 likes, and 6 dislikes. Same seemed to happen with the video before that. I never got that many dislikes in such a short period of time. I'm almost certain that this keeps my videos from ranking high, and I know the videos I make should and will end up ranking high. And then she goes on to talk about the trolls, um, and, and she doesn't know how to... She wasn't sure how to deal with it. She said, I am thinking the best way to combat this, besides first asking God to deal with my haters, is to have high publicity once the video goes up. The more more people that see the video first, um, the less traumatic the dislikes will be to my ratings, my rankings. What are your thoughts on this, please? So that was the email that I got from her. And I'm not going to read my response as yet, um, but I want to talk about this whole concept, getting negativity, getting haters, getting trolls, getting people to come um, when you just you know put so much time and effort into creating something good and getting people to come and just be negative about it. First thing I want to point out is this. If you're creating a blog that's worth reading, if you're creating videos that are worth watching, a podcast that's worth listening to, you will have haters. At a certain point, the more people get exposed to your stuff, you will get haters. Because here's the thing. Blogs that are successful today are successful because the writers put themselves into their writings. And that includes their opinions. And if you have strong opinions, which most great bloggers do, you will have people who will disagree with you. That's a fact. Now, On my biology blog, interactive-biology.com, I create free, I want to put emphasis on the word free, biology videos. People come to my blog and they don't have to pay for 
anything to get access to those videos. However, I've come to realize <laughs> that there are certain people that believe that you owe them the world, even though they haven't paid you anything. Now, the fact is that you don't owe them really anything. All right. So with that being said, I want to give you 10 practical tips on how to deal with this type of negativity, because these are some things that have really helped me deal with it. Um, I've, I've had people say some hurtful things, some insulting things. I've had people call me stupid. I've had people call me racist things and call me a dumb, the N-word, and, and, and just, just go off on the content that I'm producing. And I'm thinking to myself, I remember thinking to myself, why are these people being so mean? I mean, really and truly, what, what in the world is going on? Should, should I be concerned about what I'm doing? I mean, I know I make mistakes, but when I make mistakes and I get this type of negativity, should I, should I be questioning what's going on? So here are my 10 tips. You ready for this? Okay, tip number one. Acknowledge the fact that your blog is your blog. Now, if you're doing it like I'm doing it, then your blog is also your business. And because of that, you determine what happens at your blog, not anyone else. Now, people can give suggestions. People can disagree. They can agree. They can do whatever they want. But when it comes down to it, your blog is your blog. I want you to acknowledge that. I want you to accept that. And regardless of what anyone else says, know that your blog is your blog. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, make sure that what you're doing at your blog lines up with your core values. Ask yourself this question, why are you blogging? That's a very important question to ask yourself. Are you blogging because you want to make money? And if that's the case, that is fine. But you need to know that that is why you're doing it. Are you blogging because you're trying to help students um, that, that are struggling with biology? If that's the case, you need to know that. You need to know why you're doing it. You need to know what your core values are. And then you need to make sure that what you're doing lines up with your core values. And if that's the case, then you're good. It's all good. Going back to the first one, it's your blog. And regardless of what anyone else says, if what you're doing lines up with your core values, it's all good. Number three, and this is a very practical tip that has helped me significantly, is to keep track of all the positive comments you get. Because, you know, sometimes we get these negative comments and Somehow, they seem to overshadow, overweigh the positive ones. But if you're doing it right, you, you'll see that the positive comments by far outnumber the negative comments. I just went into YouTube to see my comments, and I found one negative comment in the last 80. That's significant. So keep track of all your positive comments. What I've done is I've created a folder in my email, um, and, and whenever someone sends me something positive, something encouraging, something letting me know what it's doing for them, I have my assistant take all of those and put them into a special folder. And, and I can go in, and I can just look through that folder whenever, um, 
uh, whenever I get discouraged or anything of that sort. And that actually leads into point number four. Review those positive comments from time to time. So you're keeping track of them. You're putting them in, in a folder. And then you're going back and you're reviewing them just to see what people are saying. And once again, if you're doing this the right way, you will be getting positive comments. And it's so encouraging to be able to go into that folder and see those positive comments, see how you're, aff- you're affecting people in different parts of the world, see what kind of an impact you're having, see that you are creating content that can inspire others and even change the world. So review those comments from time to time. That's point number four. Point number five, celebrate, <laughs> and this is going to sound strange, celebrate the haters. Seriously, celebrate the fact that people are paying attention to what you're doing. People are taking time out of their days. And, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a battle for our attentions. There's so many things going on. But these individuals are taking time out of their day to actually come to your blog, read your content, watch your videos. And whether it's to celebrate what you're doing or just to hate Rejoice in the fact that you have people that are checking your stuff out and giving you feedback, positive or negative. Personally, I say praise God for those haters. I don't mind the haters. Bring them on because I know that what I'm doing is having a positive impact on the world. And if that's the case, you can hate all you want. I don't mind. That's, that's you know, it's your prerogative. Hate, don't hate. It's all good. So in my opinion, celebrate the fact that these people are taking the time out of their day to come to your blog. That's number five. Number six, point number six, decide, make a decision on how you want to deal with those negative comments. Do you want to respond to them? Uh, Do you want to delete them? Remember, point number one, it's your blog. And if you want to delete those comments, you can delete those comments. People come into your house, um, they abide by your rules. And if you don't want those comments on your blog, just delete them. So are you going to respond? Are you going to delete them? Are you going to ignore them? Are you going to do all of the above? (laughs) You know, what are you going to do? How do you want to deal with those negative comments? Make a decision. And then stick by that decision. That's point number six. So point number seven. If you do decide to respond to those negative comments, respond with positivity. Don't feed negativity with negativity. That's a recipe for disaster. Now, I've had people completely misjudge what I'm doing, especially at Become a Blogger. Someone might come to what I'm, uh, to, to become a blogger and have a certain level of expectation or have expect me to behave in a certain way um, and respond to me based on what they expect in a very negative way. And I've had people that have sent me very negative emails, sometimes even nasty emails, And I've responded to them in a very positive way, acknowledging their concerns, um, but also clarifying where I am coming from, clarifying where I stand and letting them know what my philosophy is. And those individuals, the few people that 
there there have been a few people that have come to me that way, and I've responded to them pe- um, positively, and they have become they have turned out to be my biggest supporters ever. I don't like the word fans. I hate to hear people call others their fans. I don't know. That's a personal thing, and I think. Anyhow, it's a personal thing. I don't consider people my fans. That puts you on a different level. Um, And I don't see myself on a different level than you. We're on the same level. We're two individuals that are trying to accomplish big things online. And, And anyhow, so those people with their negative comments, because of how I've responded to them in such a positive way, they have turned out to be my biggest supporters. So if you're going to respond to those negative comments, respond with positivity. That's point number seven. Point number eight, pay attention to trends. Now, okay, yeah, so you might want to ignore the negative comments, but if you keep getting the same negative comments from your audience over and over, it might be time to reevaluate. It might be time. This is your blog. Yes, But you want to listen to your audience. And if you're getting the same comments over and over, it might be time to reevaluate. If it's a one-off thing or if you're just getting a few in between, forget that. But if it's something that you're hearing repeatedly, I mean, um, over and over, then you might want to reevaluate your position and see how you can adjust um, to suit the, the to suit your audience to to help your audience because really your goal should be to help them accomplish their goals if you're doing it the way that I teach. Okay, so that's number eight. Number nine. Remember the positive comments and why you are doing what you're doing. And this sounds like one that I've said already, but I want to reemphasize it for you to remember what those positive comments are. Keep them in mind and keep in mind why you're doing what you're doing so that it can give you that motivation to continue doing it. And then point number 10, plow plow straight ahead. Keep on moving forward. Keep taking action. The world needs more positive people doing positive things and you are the person to be doing that. So keep moving ahead. Don't get discouraged. Just keep moving ahead. Keep moving ahead. Keep moving ahead. And I'm saying that over and over because I want it to be stuck in your brain. Keep moving ahead. All right. So what are those tips? Once again, tip number one, acknowledge the fact that your blog is your blog. It's your business. Number two, make sure you're doing what you're doing at your blog lines up with your core values. Number three, keep track of all the positive comments you get, whether you do that in a folder, in Evernote, or in a in word processor, whatever. Keep track of those positive comments. Number four, review those positive comments from time to time. Do it on a regular basis so that you can see how you're helping people. Number five, celebrate the haters. They're taking time to come to your blog to check out your stuff and give you feedback. Although that feedback may be negative, celebrate those haters. Number six, I mean, that one sounds strange, but it's it's so true and it'll help you to get through this, uh, all this negative stuff. Number six, decide how you want to deal with those comments. Do you want to respond? Do you want to delete? Do you want to ignore? Do you want to do all of the above? All of the above. Decide and then stick to it. Number seven, if you're going to respond to the negative comments, respond with nothing less than positivity. Number eight, 
pay attention to trends. So if you're getting the same comments, the same negative comments over and over from your audience, it might be time to revisit. Number nine, remember the positive comments and why you are doing what you are doing. And number 10, keep moving forward. Um, The world needs more positive people doing positive things and you are the person to do it. So, I want to leave you with a question, of course, because that's what I do. My question for you is, how do you handle trolls? How do you handle personal attacks and negative comments on your blog? Come back to the blog. This is episode number 102. So come to becomeablogger.com slash episode 102. And let me know in the comment section. So let me start my music. Where's my music? Here's the music. There you go, music. (laughs) So, hey, I hope you got a ton of value from that. Not only that, but I hope you're equipped to deal with any negativity that may, may and will come your way as an awesome blogger doing awesome things. Really and truly, you are awesome, and you can create content that inspires others and even change the world. As usual, this episode is brought to you. You know I said it at the beginning, and I'm going to say it again by my 10 free videos on how to become a blogger over at freebloggingvideos.com where you get to watch me as I show you step-by-step how to get your domain name, how to get your web host. What is this WordPress thing? How do you install WordPress? How do you optimize your settings? Install plugins, set up FeedBurner, all that stuff so that you can start creating content that can inspire others and even change the world. And while you're at it, you can set the foundation for a successful online business. So get started today at freebloggingvideos.com. And if you have any blogging questions, you can ask them right there in the free members area and you will get your answers directly from me. As usual, you can also call the hotline. I will play the number at the end. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to leave a rating in iTunes. That will help with more exposures. That's it for this episode. Until next time, take care and God bless. Three, five, two, four, one, four.